Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, this is Katie Hurley. My book is about raising confident and compassionate girls. I've been working with girls in therapy and in groups for almost 20 years now, and I've seen a lot of changes in girlhood. One thing that I started to notice about 10 years ago was that the mean girl phenomenon seemed to be starting younger and younger. When I was first out in the field, it was really high school, a little bit of middle school, where I saw girls having difficulty relating to each other, and where I really began to see relational aggression. And then with the movie Mean Girls coming out, that sort of brought it to the forefront, so people realized this is a thing that's actually happening. You know, the people in my field and teachers, and we'd been seeing this for years and not really had the words for it. Well, all of a sudden, it sort of came into public knowledge and people were more aware of it. And that was a good thing. But then the flip side of that was that it started happening younger and younger. And it was, in some ways, confusing. It used to be that second, third, fourth grade, these were times of great friendship building. Well, all of a sudden, it was becoming this time where girls were turning on each other. You know, they would tell on each other, not because they felt like it was right, but because it felt like it gave them the power position. And it would be these sort of subtle things that weren't really something that you would say, yes, that's bullying. But those things were very, very hurtful. And so as I continued to work with girls and run these groups, I saw that in working with girls in groups, I could really make a change. So I continued to do a lot of that. And then I would talk at schools and I would talk with parents and I would sort of educate them about what was going on with girls and why this was happening. And You know, unfortunately, what we've been seeing lately and what a lot of the research coming out of Harvard has shown us is that empathy has really decreased overall across all age groups right now. And that's a problem because when kids can't empathize with one another, how can they be compassionate? How can they be leaders? You know, how can they help each other? We're sort of living in precarious times right now. And this book was my attempt to reach a larger audience and say, hey, let's work together. Let's take this seriously. And let's finally put an end to this because there isn't anything funny or entertaining about this mean girl narrative. Frankly, it brings us all down, all of us, all the women and girls who are doing great things. It drags us all down if we continue to perpetuate it. So this book is my attempt to sort of put an end to that if possible. Well, I will say that I was kind of paranoid about narrating my audiobook only because I've never done it before. And I tend to not love my voice. Sometimes I listen back to radio interviews and TV interviews and think, huh, is that what I really sound like in real life? So I had this sort of feeling of what is my voice going to sound like once it's all said and done? So I was a little bit self-conscious, I guess is the right word for it, coming into it because I just wasn't sure how to pace myself. I tend to be a very fast reader. Although years of reading to my children has certainly slowed me down when I read out loud, which is a good thing. So I just sort of was not sure what to expect. It ended up being easier and a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I anticipated that I would have this producer staring at me, hitting a button every three seconds, telling me to, you know, pronounce something over again. And I'm married to a bass player producer, so I've seen him do that over and over again. (laughs) So I think I came into it with the expectations of how things work in the music world. And I found that I, you know, had this wonderful producer and we, we sort of hit it off right away. And it was very calming. It was nice to have sort of side conversations in between takes. And, you know, each time I kind of laughed and said, why doesn't my brain know words? She didn't laugh at me. She laughed with me. So it was much less stressful than I thought it might have been. 
I don't think there was anything that I didn't know how to pronounce, but what surprised me most of all was words that I use all the time in my practice suddenly seemed foreign to me, like cognitive distortion. I had to say like 400 times over and over again. So I felt like there were little words that I use all the time and I know very well and I suddenly would see them on the page and my brain and my tongue didn't want to work together to pronounce them correctly. So that was a kind of a funny experience. I think I'm just proudest of having the ability to do this because I have written another book and I didn't get to narrate my own book the first time around and I didn't really even know that that was an option. So when Penguin Random House came to me early saying, you know, we're going to keep the book in-house, that was exciting. And then when they said, we'd love for you to narrate it, it felt really affirming in a way because I put my heart and soul into this book. And being able to read it out loud and have people listen to it at some point and say, hey, that's her. I really feel like I'm connecting with her is kind of an exciting feeling, a good feeling. So I don't know if there's anything specific in the book that I'm looking forward to people hearing as much as just I feel like maybe I can connect with people a little more this time around because it's actually my voice speaking to them. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Reese Witherspoon. I just feel like she is such a girl power force. I feel like she always has been. She chooses really interesting roles. And even when they're funny ones, they always have a little bit of kick them in the butt behind them, which I like and I admire about her. She runs businesses. She does all sorts of things. She's been speaking up a lot about women in Hollywood and getting more women behind the camera and getting more women to write the scripts and design the sets and do all of the stuff behind the scenes in a very male-dominated world. So I feel like in a lot of ways, she's just a good role model for me and for other women and young girls who are trying to figure out the world around them and who they can look up to. So also, I really like her voice. So I guess if I had to choose, I think she would be the one I would choose. I was very lucky, and I might get emotional (laughs) because my father died 20 years ago almost, but I was very lucky to have a father who read to me a lot. He worked long hours and he traveled a lot. But whenever he was home, he read to us. And it was always so exciting when he read to us because he would do all the voices. (laughs) Like my mom had four kids and would be like flipping through the pages, getting through the book, you know, and she still read to us. (laughs) So kudos to her for reading to all of us when she had four kids in 10 years. But when my dad would show up to do the reading, he would just put on these voices and he would get so animated and he would sometimes he would be standing up and acting it out. And it was it was just so fun. It was just such a fun way to connect with stories and literature. And I was always so grateful to have those experiences. And when I try to think back on my positive memories of him, his reading to us is one of the first things that always pops into my head. I read to my children every single night. My daughter's almost 11 and my son just turned nine. And they are exceptional readers, and they can certainly read to themselves. But I really love reading to them and with them and taking turns and going back and forth page by page. And, you know, my daughter and I read all of the Harry Potters together last year. And my son and I are reading Wonder right now in anticipation of the movie coming out soon. And it's just such a special time that we have together. And they choose all the books, and we take turns reading, and we talk about it, and I feel like it opens up worlds to them. I mean, books are such gifts. You know, we learn so much about the great big world just by turning the pages. And I love that I can make the time for them. I know how much they appreciate it. And, you know, one time a thing came home from school for Father's Day and 
my daughter had completed this little you know thing about her dad. And the sentence starter was, I know my dad loves me because, and she wrote, he reads to me every night. And I thought, you know, it's such a small gift to give people the gift of your time, but it means so much to them. So we as a family love to read together. And sometimes my husband and I even, you know, spar back and forth over who gets to do the reading, especially if one of us has been out of town a lot. But it's good fun. A lot of people told me, and again, I live in a world of music, but a lot of people told me that, you know, my voice was going to be exhausted and, you know, that I was going to be so fried and so tired. And I actually right now feel quite energized. And I think, you know, maybe part of that is the relationship you develop with the people helping you with the book. I'm I'm not sure, but I think I would say, you know, go into it feeling good. You know, this is your work. These are your words and you deserve to read them. So, you know, try to let go of any insecurities you have, because that was probably my biggest source of anticipatory anxiety was my insecurities about being able to read it out loud. And, you know, let go of that and remind yourself that you deserve this. You did this. You wrote those words and they're yours. It's your story to tell. Not to repeat myself, but after we read all the Harry Potters, my daughter and I went back and listened to them together, and man, those were pretty exceptional. I mean, I listened to a lot of books on long drives, airplanes, things like that. To avoid the brain drain of screen time, I close my eyes and listen, but those were just so well done and so fun to listen to and just full of so much imagery. As an adult, I could listen to those over and over again. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.